Hello and welcome to Generation Mix, our first bonus episode. In all of our previous episodes, we've been listening to compilation CDs, but for the first time, at Joel's request, we're going to be listening to an entire album. So the idea behind these bonus episodes is that we will listen to an album that one or either of us particularly likes, is introducing the other person to, but that the artist probably didn't warrant me putting together a full compilation CD of. So Joel's chosen the first one, and it is... The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Yes, so this album was released in 2006. It hit number two in the UK charts. And um, you might not know this, Joel, but it's a concept album. Do you know what that is? No. So a concept album... Oh, does it tell a story? Yes. So the story behind this album is of a cancer patient going through treatment and not surviving. Mm. Okay, so that's the thematic run-through of the album. I'm not entirely... I was about to say, I'm not entirely sure every song really fits that theme. Uh, So it is a concept album. All of the artwork um, relates to that. So uh, you can look at it for yourself, but there's there's a character on the front with an intravenous tube coming out of their arm, and Joel thinks they look quite freaky. But that's the horse is creepy as well. Yeah, that that character is um, that is the patient. Let's dive in. There are thirteen tracks, and we're going to do them in order. And we start at the beginning, but the beginning is the end. Now come on, come all to this tragic affair. Wipe off that makeup. What's in is despair. So throw on the black dress, mix in with the lot. You might wake up and notice you're someone you're not. If you look in the mirror and don't like what you see, you can find out firsthand what it's like to be me. So gather around, piggies, and kiss this goodbye. I'd encourage your smiles. I'll expect you won't cry. So a nice acoustic-led number. What do you think? It's a bit violent, but... Why do you mean violent? Like, some of the shoutings more, some of the shouty parts, because I know it's a rock song, so there'll be that type of thing in it. Yeah, and the other but thing... it's quite, like, angry. Why do you think it's called The End? Uh, is this, like, when he originally dies? I think so, yes. Um, I think that's basically the start of the story, and mm. little bits of the story happen... While he's still alive, other bits don't. Maybe he's slipping in and out of um, of consciousness or something. So the, the track starts with um, the beep of a heart monitor, like in a hospital. Mm. The end moves into the next track, which is called Dead. track kicks off 
straight from the previous one with hospital bed beep actually becoming a single tone, which is the sign that someone's uh, died in a hospital uh, environment. What do you think of the song, Joel? Okay, it's a little bit more... Um, more violent? No, less violent. <laughs> less? Okay. More happy and sad at the same time. I think it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable, mm. the music. I mean, it should do. I mean, the, the topic's not great. We move from dead into this is how I disappear. sounds more rocky and less violent again. It, it does sound like a classic rock song, that one. The, 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 the chords are seem more major than rather some gungy minors. Mm. Like or no? Um, kind of in the middle. Okay. I like it, but it's obviously it's not a pleasant subject. <laughs> I suppose it's not. So let's move on to track four. Well, it rains and it pours when you're out on your own. Crash on the couch, can I sleep in my clothes? Cause I spent the night dancing, I'm drunk, I suppose. If it looks like I'm laughing, I'm really just asking to leave. This alone, you're in time for the show. You're the one that I need, I'm the one that you loathe. You can watch me corrode like a beast in repose. Cause I love all the boys and away with the boys in the band. That was The Sharpest Lives, track four from the album. It starts off quite creepy. Really? But I really like the chorus. Yeah, that's more like a standard straight-on rock song, like the kind of... Um... Yeah, I, mean, I probably haven't looked at the lyrics that closely. Which brings us to the lead single from the album. And Yay. this this hit number one in the UK it was also the title track and it's Welcome to the Black Parade What do you think? Black Parade's amazing, and I and I like it so much that I actually I'm actually doing it in singing lessons. You are, so you actually know every single word, I think, don't you? Better than I do. No, I know about half the words. You know the words better than me. Yeah. 
for me, it's easily the standout track. And there's something it really reminds me of, and that's Queen. It really, really reminds me of of some of the best Queen singles. It's like it's almost like a mini rock opera, a bit like Bohemian Rhapsody is. Yeah, I think it's a bit like Bohemian Rhapsody. But I like it more than Bohemian Rhapsody, so... Oh, I don't know if I do. That's, that's one I'd have to think about. Well, Welcome to the Black Parade is one probably, apart from maybe Boulevard of Broken Dreams, my favourite rock song. We now come to uh, the third single that was released from the album. And it's the next track. It's I Don't Love You. When we listened to this the other day in preparation for this, Joel told me that he didn't like this track. So this is his second listening to it, and I'm wondering whether or not that opinion's changed. I don't know whether it's changed. It's kind of like it's kind of a toss up between dislike and like. No, oh, it may grow on you over time. Mm. If anything, it's a lot slower than all the other ones and a little bit less exciting. Mm. So I wonder if that was part of your reasoning for not particularly liking that track the other day mm. we're getting to the halfway point of the album um, track 7 is House of Wolves What do you think? Um, again, quite violent. That's basically a standard music. rock style, yeah. Mm. Do you like it or not? Again, kind of a toss-up. I think this is my least favourite track. Certainly so far. It's just... I'm, the title is memorable. House of Wolves stands out. The song, I don't think, is... Because I honestly couldn't remember, and I've heard the album several times, what House of Wolves was going to sound like. And even looking at the lyrics in front of me, I still didn't know what House of Wolves was going to sound like. Mm. And I don't know what it really adds to the album, from my view. Mm. But the next track is one of my absolute favourites. And that's my sisters and my brothers still I will not kiss you Cause the hardest part of this is leaving you so I, I forget that this song is called Cancer because I think it's called The Hardest Part because that's the refrain of the song mm. um, what do you think of it I mean it is it is melancholy there is no getting away from that mm. um, I don't really know you don't really know mm. what do you mean 
I don't really know if I like it or dislike it. Mm. I understand that. Um, but I think the melody, the structure, it's just a really quite a powerful song. I mean, there's an amazing line in it about being soggy from the chemo. So you know that this song is kind of like central to the entire album. The character of the patient is undergoing cancer treatment um, that we already know won't be successful. It's then followed up by, um, for our second podcast in a row, a song with the title Mama. Mama, we all go to hell. Mama, we all go to hell. I'm writing this letter and wishing you well. Mama, we all go to hell. You don't know this because obviously this is a podcast but we were just listening to that track and Joel himself decided to pause it and move to the next one. Why would that be? That was dark. Yeah, it is quite a dark song. It also features a guest vocalist later on. Hmm? Liza Minnelli. Who? Liza Minnelli is a, um, well she was a Broadway singer, well she is a Broadway singer. Um, and she's incredibly famous. She's one of those people that you could just use their first name and people would know who you're talking about. If you just said Liza, people would know it's Liza Minnelli. She was the daughter of Judy Garland, who played um, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, Mm. and Vincent Minnelli, who was a show producer. So we move away from Mama. By the way, bearing in mind we've listened to Mama by the Spice Girls and now Mama by My Chemical Romance. Which of the two do you prefer? I don't know. I don't like either of them. <laughs> really? I prefer this one. Um, um, I like the chorus of this one, but I do not like the verses at all. It's creepy, actually, isn't it? Very it's, a, it's a creepy song. Which is interesting, because creepy means... Um, that you'd stay awake and the next track is called Sleep. I thought you might say that. Do you know why I thought you might say that? Because I got disinterested. You did get disinterested, but also, actually, I think it's a bit boring as well. Mm. Um, I could be... It makes me fall asleep. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's... Well, we know what the next track's coming up to be, and I think we're probably perhaps more anticipating track 11. Mm. And track 11 is Teenagers. Thou 
boys and girls in the click The awful names at the stick You're never gonna fit in much, kid But if you're troubled and hurt What you got under your shirt We'll make them pay for the things that they did They said This again, I don't think really fits with the theme of the album, and probably several songs that don't really. So this song is actually about high school shootings. Where so there's, there's an there's a important line in this song saying that what you've got under your shirt will make them pay for the things that they did, and that's about somebody smuggling a gun into a high school in America and carrying out a mass shooting. That said. I know you like this song, Joel. Mm. Now that you know what it's about, do you like it a bit less? You really do. Mm. Yeah, it's... But it's it's actually... I just found out by looking up about the single, so this got to number eight in the UK charts, I think, that this single on the front cover of it was about raising awareness of preventing these kinds of shootings happening so and, and it's and they, they come about because people are maltreated and that's basically what the song's about really it's about mistreatment of people mm. do you no longer like the song as a result of finding out what it's about mm. i just don't i just can't don't want to think about it next time i'm listening to it okay so we've got the final two tracks and these might be brand new to you because we didn't quite get this far in our previous listen through. We did get to Disenchanted. Did we? Yes. Well, Disenchanted is next. Well, I was there on the day They sold the cars for the Queen And when the lights all went out We watched our lives on the screen I hate the ending myself But it started with an alright scene Was the run with the crowd that gave me heartache to sing? It was a lie when they smiled and said you won't feel a thing. I like that one. It was, I really it was much like calmer that. than some of the other ones. I really like Disenchanted. I love the guitar work on it. That's got a classic, almost queen feel to it as mm. well. Final track. So we began with the end. But we actually finish with famous last words. What do you um, think of it? I like that one. So this was uh, another hit single. This got to it got into the top ten with the follow up to Welcome to the Black Parade. Mm. I like that as well. I think that's got a good classic pop rock feel to it. Mm. 
So we've got to the end of the album. Or have we? Well, they encourage your complete cooperation. Send your roses when they think you need to smile. I can't control myself because I don't know how. When they love me for it, honestly, I'll be here for a while. So give them blood, blood, gallons of the stuff. Give them all that they can drink and it will never be enough. So give them blood, blood, blood. Grab a glass because there's going to be a flood. So, hidden track. There is a track 14. You have to go a good minute. 10 oh. seconds before silence. seconds. Was it? Yeah, it was a minute and 30 seconds. Uh, before silence gives way to the hidden track, Blood. It's creepy. <laughs> it is creepy. <laughs> that it wasn't was on terrifying. the Japanese edition, apparently. It's terrifying. That was terrifying. Really? Yeah, that's going to right. nightmares. Are you all right? <laughs> it's yeah. a vaudevillian-style song. Um, but yeah, I'll... I, Perhaps was a little bit nervous about you hearing that. <laughs> um, I think I might have heard it before. You have heard it before. What's it about? I don't really know. Was it like a vampire? And there's swearing murderer? in it too. There's swearing in it too, so I covered your ears. <laughs> and folks, when it comes to um, the edit uh, and you listen back to it, you'll notice that we actually used a radio edit version of teenagers because that's also got a little bit of swearing in and we want to remain pg friendly Mm. so that was the whole album the black parade Mm. overall what do you think because you've been wanting to hear this album um there's songs i like there's songs i really don't like there's songs that are scary (laughs) they are unsettling i would suggest um do you like the album or not? I don't know. Because not long ago you were saying you wanted to find a copy of this from a charity shop for yourself. Do you still want to? No. I think that's the answer, really. So I have to It's give... not like American Idiot that I loved it first li- listen. Now I need to make a shout-out here to an old colleague of mine, which is Vicky Clark. So back when we shared an office, we used to talk about music quite a lot we used to try and catch pop master on radio 2 and she told me i need to look out the album black parade by biochemical romance uh, because it was one of if not her favorite album of all time i took her on her word i did get a copy of it i downloaded a copy of it and i was actually pretty impressed this is in my it's comfortably within my top 50 albums of all time. Mm. I think it might even have snuck into the top 25. What keeps it out and probably means it would never go higher is those tracks like Wolves and, um, to a certain extent, I suppose, Blood at the end of it that are either unsettling or just aren't particularly great. Um, Mm. But I like the album and And I'm glad I own a copy of it. I know I quite like Mama. Mama's... Even more creepy than blood. It is, but I like what they do with that song. So I I can see... Be, I, I, it's creepy because of, I think, the way that he sings it rather than anything else. When you again, being meant for the flies and building a coffin your size, I suppose there is a certain amount of creepiness to it. 
Would you listen to the album again? No. So you are done with it, aren't you? You just want to listen to the title track and Teenagers. Dark track, Teenagers, Disenchanted. What are the other ones? Um, famous Last Words. Famous Last Words. The first four tracks, or first five tracks, actually, you really like. So actually, mm. there's a lot more on here that you like than you don't. But would you say that those two, those tracks that make you feel uncomfortable put you off the whole album then? Yes. That's fair. So does the cover. And the cover, yeah. So, that was our first ever bonus episode. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back on track in a fortnight's time with episode six of the Daddy's Introduction to CDs. And I will put the clue from the last episode on again at the end of here just to keep you all guessing whether or not you've actually worked out who it's going to be. And we are going to have a guest on that episode who will join us to talk about it so there's lots of stuff to look forward to thanks very much for listening this is generation mix signing off bye